find yourself in the Beachview area of Pittsburgh, check out the official pizza of this show, Slice on Broadway, sharing an abnormal obsession with pizza we can relate to. Check them out at sliceonbroadway.com and tell them this show sent you. Want to have you. your business or podcast featured on the show? Contact us at info at sorgatronmedia.com. Subject line, advertising. But I ain't starving yet. Chain for the pain, cocktail bar set. Never said I was a gangster or thug, but I'm an animal. for the taste of the Hey guys, it is the Indie Mayhem Show 32 for this week. I'm uh, Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitters live from the Mayhem Studios in Pittsburgh, PA. Video producer with a couple promotions here in the area, a little bit of documentary work in pro wrestling. And with me is my compatriot, also involved in pro wrestling in a little bit of a way as an announcer with Inspire Pro. I'm sorry, in NWA Inspire Pro, Amen <laughs> at Amen put the beginning in. at oh. Amen to please down in Texas. How you doing, sir? I'm doing fantastic, Sork. How are you, Ben? Awesome. It's I'm excited to have a return guest from the old Wrestling Mayhem show uh, on this show uh, to talk about some very exciting stuff going on. Uh, of course, if you want to find out more about what we're doing with, with past shows past interviews and other uh, wrestling podcasts that we're doing it's over at wrestlingmayhemshow.com you can find this the indie mayhem show as well as the wrestling mayhem show or the wrestling mayhem show super feed to get every show that we do on itunes on stitcher or you can find the show on youtube uh spreaker iHeartRadio. uh and you can also drop us a line to good times at wrestlingmayhemshow.com or the voicemail at 412-206-WMS0 uh we're also on the social medias with twitter at Mayhem Show, Wrestling Mayhem Show on Facebook, Google Plus, and the Great Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook group, where we have a lot of discussion going on about all kinds of different wrestling. Uh, please uh, leave comments and subscribe to us on all those platforms uh, so, we, so we can get out there a bit more. And also, big thanks to Basic Sickness at basicsickness.com for the intro and outro, actually, uh, that you'll be hearing. Uh, and uh, we'll have, uh, actually, Wheels in the second half here talking about the big events this past weekend with RWA. But in the meantime, we got a very special guest. Eamon, who are we talking to today? Like you said, Sorg, uh, it's a return guest from the Wrestling Mayhem Show, now making his debut, I would say, on the Indie Mayhem Show. He's a talent that is, I, I would say now at least, definitely world traveled. We'll get into that a bit. Uh, he's been doing a lot of amazing stuff, uh, even on your on your television screen every once in a while. Uh, he's an amazing professional wrestler, and we're happy to have him on. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Indie Mayhem Show, Absolute Ricky Starks. Ricky, how are you doing tonight? Hello, hello, hello. You know, I was toying with the uh, the nickname earlier, Mr. IRS International Ricky Stark. I like that. Okay. But, you know, if I did that, I would only have to go by those three letters because my name and last name are already inside the title. That, yeah, that is true. I mean, it worked for or it worked for Irwin, I guess. But <laughs> Yeah, well, hey, there you go, buddy. I gave you something to touch on next time we see each other. Definitely, I'll be. I'll, I'll make sure to bring that up on uh, on the, the commentary. Um, so I guess the first thing we uh, touch on with all of our guests, uh, since you know, getting into wrestling, everyone's sort of a fan going in. Uh, what is your first ever uh, pro wrestling memory? Memory wise, straight memory would be. Uh, I remember an episode of Jake the Snake versus Ricky Steamboat. Mm. I just remember those two facing off. I think it's for like Saturday Night Main Event, but. My very vivid memory of wrestling is when Triple H uh, <laughs> has Stephanie passed out in the passenger seat and they go through and they get married. <laughs> That's my most vivid one. I can describe that to a T. Um, 
but my very first one is when I was a little bit younger is the Jake the Snake and Ricky the Ricky Steamboat. Ricky Steamboat. Very, very convenient uh, uh, with that uh, memory sense of stuff. Some uh, one of those guys you encountered recently, I believe, but I think we'll go into that a bit later. Um, <laughs> uh, so, you know, how we sort of then talk about the process of how you get to become a pro wrestler. Um, did, I mean, did you watch pretty extensively in school? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming uh, you have a bit of maybe an uh, athletic background. Uh, and uh, maybe talk a bit about that and, and, uh, and how you were able to uh, find out about how to become a, a pro wrestler. Well, um, I, I've watched wrestling almost my entire life, even when I was little, because my brothers and sisters used to watch wrestling as well. So I was always watching it with them. So I've been watching literally since I was, very very small probably four so that that carried all the way up through high school that it really carried i'm still watching wrestling you know what i mean mm-hmm. so uh throughout school and all that um i did a little bit of amateur wrestling not a lot my freshman year uh and i quit halfway through just because i was tired of, of the practice um so i really didn't do a lot of sports in high school believe it or not i i was not an athletic jock or anything like that I blossomed into this beautiful young man after high school <laughs> and then, and started to tap into my untapped potential of my athleticism. And uh, that's how I'm here today. And when I moved to Austin, um, I was on the search for a school to, to join, you know, and try to get my way into something because I studied about wrestling. I studied the outside of wrestling, you know what I mean? The, uh, the, the business parts and training and all of that. And ironically, I found the school through Google, but through the Google search, I got in contact with Barbie Hayden, and she was my first contact, and then I met her at a show, and that's when I met uh, Carson. So that was the the very, very early start of both of our careers when I met those two, and that's how I got started with training, because they told me about the training school that they were doing, and I uh, went by, and the rest is history, as they say. Now you've been doing this for around, and correct me if I'm wrong. I believe about like uh, around five years or so, maybe four or five years. Close to five years, yes, four and a half. And, and, and in a short period of time, I know that you, that you've gotten to do a great deal, uh, uh, not just here in Texas, but even as of recently, you've been expanding a bit. Uh, now I know that uh, a couple, I would say, probably about a year ago, you uh, uh, moved uh, up from Austin, Texas, to I uh, know the St. Louis area to do some stuff in the Midwest. Yeah. Uh, and and there's a lot of talk about, you know, Texas wrestling a certain way. And, and there's only I know a lot of people talk about, like, you can only go a, a certain amount of, of you can only go far a, a certain amount in Texas. Uh, okay. I was just curious. I was just curious. Uh, how how was that sort of, I guess, excursion? I guess you could uh, put it uh, to the Midwest and and sort of immersing yourself in the in the wrestling scene that was up there. Uh, the move to St. Louis was probably one of the most important moves I've done in my wrestling career as to date, just due to the fact that I, it opened my mind and my ability to uh, work with other guys that I'm not used to, especially how uh, wrestling goes. Because of course, you know, Texas has its little, its little uh, small group of people who who wrestle. So the styles between everyone don't really differ, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so up there, it allowed me to go beyond what I what I was used to, uh, get me out of my comfort zone, and then uh, help me learn how to work with other guys. So 
like I said, that was a very important move in my career that I thought benefited me quite a bit. Uh, a lot of people said that moving up north or moving to the Midwest probably wasn't a good idea, but it's my career, so I'm going to do what I want to. <laughs> and, um, you know, it, I just think that it, there's a huge difference. There's a huge contrast between the two the two styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's very night and day. So I'm glad to get used to that as well, and then have what I know here in my back pocket. Also, definitely. Uh, was there any anyone or any company, maybe in particular, when you were up there that sort of taught you something, or, or you gained a, a big sort of experience out of? Um, you know, I want to say St. Louis Anarchy. Most mm. definitely, there's a match between me and um, Eric Cannon that I've, I, I absolutely loved, even though. I've I didn't end up win, winning, but that match was really great. And then, uh, believe it or not, the Beyond, uh, the Beyond yeah. Sleeper Souls up in St. Louis, working with some of those guys really opened my eyes. And I've had some of my, my best matches with some of those people up there. One, Jake Bearden. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that's uh, somewhere online on their. Uh, uh, I don't believe it's on their YouTube, but I know it's somewhere sort of floating around. So if anyone does get to check that out, that, that is a definitely really great match to. Uh, just see. I'll definitely dig that up because that wasn't one that was posted under the Beyond banner. I posted mm-hmm. that on my own. Um, oh, okay. It was a big no-no, but I, I did it anyways <laughs> because I love that match so much. So I'll, <laughs> I'll post the link to my Twitter once again so everyone can see it. Yeah, definitely. I definitely encourage uh, people to go check that out. Uh, but uh, you weren't limited, obviously, to the Midwest in the way you sort of expanded your wings. I know recently, uh, and I know you were very excited about uh, your recent uh, trips to Canada. Uh, I know yeah. you had done a couple trips up there. Uh, what was that like, and how did uh, that opportunity uh, sort of come about? Well, I met a friend down in, in Texas, um, Tyler Colton, which is a fantastic mm-hmm. talent that everybody should know about. I met him, and it was, became, uh, he was down for the NWA tryout, actually. The New Japan tryout, excuse me. So we became friends, and then I kept in touch with him, and he got me, um, we, you know, we got together, and he helped me get up to Canada with a few guys by the name of Stigman and uh, Jason Kincaid or the two guys that I went up with. And um, the, it's, it's with a company called um, PW and Danny is one of the, the great promoters up there. And it, man, that was such a, a fantastic time because you think that, um, you know, you think that since it's in another, another country that it's a totally different style, but it's somewhat similar to, to American. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, it is based off American, but man, the guys up there are really good. And, and it really, uh, I had more creative juices flowing up there. It seemed like, uh, so it's just a, a very wonderful, wonderful experience to, to get outside of even the country is even a great experience, especially the Canadian people are a lovely group of people that are so nice and so sweet. They even have the most polite protests I've ever seen. <laughs> That's always good. I, I know you also had some big matches up there as well. I believe uh, as of recent, you got to uh, even challenge for the uh, NWA Junior Heavyweight title against uh, Chase Owens. Yes, I did. Uh, that was uh, that was pretty cool. Me and Chase, um, I think our styles are kind of similar in a way, but mm-hmm. man, Chase is so, so smooth, smooth like butter and so good. I've also had matches with Mentolo up there, um, mm-hmm. Danny Duggan as well. So a few of those guys, but They've all been incredible, really incredible, incredible matches. Awesome, man. I, I believe you can go check out, I, I believe it's 
Canadian Wrestling Elite, uh, if I, if I yeah. have that correct. Uh, there you go, check, yeah. <laughs> go, check their, go check their stuff out to hopefully maybe see some Ricky Starks and see some of the stuff they got going up there in Canada. Um, now, you mentioned uh, in your first wrestling memory, uh, uh, Jake Roberts. I know as of recent, you, you got into, uh, I'd say, a bit of a scuffle necessarily with Jake Roberts at a recent uh, NWA BOW show, uh, uh, sort of calling him out in a sense uh, as he was in attendance for that event. Uh, and that didn't necessarily turn out too well for you. I know you were planted with a, a sort of signature DDT. Um, how was that experience like, uh, I guess, being in the ring with uh, someone, you know, recent Hall of Famer as, as uh, Jake Roberts? Uh, you know, I didn't know it was that big of a deal until afterwards. It, it, mm. And I, I'm not trying to say that in a very negative way. Um, first off, Jake the Snake is he's a legend in its own right. And he's done a lot of incredible things. And I have nothing but uh, respect for him. And I, I admire him, too. And I even study him. So when I when all that was happening, he gave me a DDT. I wasn't like thinking like, "Oh my God, I just got DDT." My check thing. <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, cool! I get to get hit with this this DDT." So I guess I was so uh, so laid back with it that afterwards I didn't realize, you know, what 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 had just happened as far as me being in the same ring and having the honor to be in the ring with the legend such as Jake the Snake, Robert. Definitely, and I believe uh, after. After uh, the uh, the sort of scuttlebutt, I guess you could say the uh, he actually cut a pretty uh, uh, impassioned speech afterwards, and I know it's available on YouTube. Uh, so I encourage people to go and seek that out and check it out because it's, oh, it's yeah, really, really stuff. good stuff. Definitely, uh, and you know we're talking about some of the recent stuff that you've been doing, and you've been getting around in, in a lot of ways. Uh, of course, the last time we had you on, you got into uh, a bit of an altercation with uh, the Ryback. Uh, on on uh, in the catering section of the WWE, uh, uh, I believe we established that it was tuna salad that did go in your ear uh, during during that encounter. Um, but yeah, um, you made another appearance uh, uh, on the WWE screen uh, for a brief moment, uh, I believe two <laughs> weeks ago, uh, as Draw was in Austin, Texas. As a uh, you kind of got jacked of your of your soda by uh, by one Dean Ambrose. Yeah, dude. It seems like. Um I'm just destined to not eat at all. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not supposed to eat, nor am I supposed to drink. So I think that's just this is what it is. And it's a funny thing to, to have going on. But, uh, <laughs> yes, Dean Ambrose did take my drink out of my hand uh, and decided to pour it down Seth Rollins' briefcase. So, by the way, that drink, if anyone's wondering, it wasn't Coke or anything. It was a mix of a bunch of sodas that they that someone did. I don't know why, but it just it felt like every soda was in that drink. <laughs> Mountain Dew, Big Red, Diet Coke, Diet Pepsi, everything was in that soda. That's amazing. In case, I mean, the mystery solved. Um, but yeah, and, and I, I, I remember I was actually watching that Raw to seek out if I would be able to see anyone uh, since it was in Austin. And I think I had like sort of like turned tuned out for like a quick like second or so. And then Twitter was blowing up, obviously, and and I believe that you've uh, you're you're uh, taking bookings now for uh, people to uh, buy you soda. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am actually. It's always funny to to see the reaction. People, you know, people, my fans from Twitter and uh, Facebook, when they see me on the television, to to see their reaction is always funny. 
Definitely. Um, okay, so one of the uh, common questions that we're uh, we're sort of addressing on this show, and and you know, it's a show about indie wrestling. Uh, obviously, me and Sorg both uh, involved in some way, and we sort of see you know sort of the indie wrestling world. Um, and the common question we ask everyone, and and feel free to take this in any direction you'd like. Uh, a lot of people sort of go different ways with the question, but uh, we would like to know what is, in your opinion, the best thing about independent wrestling, and in turn, what is the worst thing about independent wrestling? I think the best thing would be that we, we have the chance to be pretty intimate with the crowd. Hmm. Uh, typically, when you see Raw or SmackDown, they're, trying to, they're catering to a, a broader audience, which is the TV. So you kind of neglect the people that are in attendance, you know? So yeah. I think that's what I think that's the best thing about Andy allows for that intimacy between the wrestlers and the fans. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I would say, I would say someone uh, sort of the personality that you have sort of that helps you in a sense to sort of be able to interact with people sort of on a closer level maybe uh, in sort of a smaller audience. Yeah, because uh, that's just the kind of person I am. I think I think uh, my personality is is something you you really have to either know beforehand or or slowly get used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just that's just who I am outside of the ring too. So I really I'm not gonna change that, but I definitely think the best thing is the intimacy. Uh so I, and also the traveling too. Traveling you're able to create memories that mm-hmm. will, that will last forever. Um but I think the worst thing about indie wrestling is some of the fans. Uh and I also think the worst thing about indie wrestling is some of the wrestlers themselves. Mm-hmm. Those two, it, which which is the main components for each other. Yeah, definitely. Two are sort of. I don't know if the balancing act is a good analogy, but it's sort of sort of both of those aspects. I would say. But we have. I think that the issue here here is that we have too many people wanting to see uh, who the voice is behind that curtain, or they excuse me, they always want to see behind the curtain. Basically, yeah, they always want to see. Um, they want to go past what what they what we allow them to see, and I think that's an issue that probably won't ever go away. Mm-hmm. So from that, you you have people that feel entitled to give their opinions, or you have people that think that they're able to just jump into a business that they know nothing of without going through the proper steps. And I think for the wrestlers, I think that um, some of us are way too ego driven. So that we just strive off by having the attention on us all the time, and uh, indie indie wrestling is not the place to to be. Especially, you'll be a downfall for yourself. Mm-hmm. So you have those guys, and they're just very selfish when it comes to things, and they don't see past their own their own nose. Uh, so it, it's a it's a hard thing because you have both sides that really need each other. You know, they yeah. they really do need each other, and, and when one is off, the other one gets thrown completely off. I agree completely. Uh, to the, I would say to the fan point perspective, do you, you think, do you, I mean, uh, obviously sort of just in your opinion, but do you think it is because of the, maybe the coming of age of, I guess, people consider, you know, there's more smart wrestling fans out there as far as, you know, sort of exposure to, you know, the sort of inner workings of wrestling. Do you think it's maybe because of that intimacy on an independent level? Do you, do you, I mean, just from your opinion, do you think, do you, what do you think maybe the factor is that comes with sort of that love, that, uh, that aspect? I think what it comes to is, is a whole control issue. 
So I'm not saying that I'm watching this and I want to control everything that I know about this match. And I don't want to have right. any, any doubts about it. I want to know everything, everything about it. Mm-hmm. But when you have people like that, uh, what they do is they kill it for themselves. First off, you, you find no enjoyment in what you're watching anymore because you're so focused on something that you really shouldn't be. Right. Mm-hmm. And you kill it for other fans too, because you, you are so, uh, and, and fans too, these type of fans are very ego driven as well. You want to be so right that you want to disprove anything mm-hmm. that someone else believes. Yeah. And that's, I think that's one of the worst reasons to have. So, um, fans nowadays, some of them think that they control this business and, you know, that they are, uh, that they're, they, they basically know what's better um, mm-hmm. for the wrestlers than, than what the wrestlers know themselves. So Kevin Nash had a great, a great quote before. And I, I really don't use these terms, but he said that, you know, wrestlers back in the day used to work to keep the fans out of the ring. Now it's, it's the, it's the wrestlers trying to work to get back in the ring. Mm-hmm. So I messed that up, but it, it's somewhere along those lines. Look it up <laughs> on one of I don't care. I got, I got what you were going for. Yeah. So yeah. I just I just think those people are the worst people, and that's coming from someone who used to be one of those people. Mm. So. Definitely. Um, yeah, so uh, I also, I mean, we talked about some of the stuff you've been doing recently. Um, do you have any uh, big future career goals that you're hoping to set uh, down the line? Uh, is there any, maybe somebody you want to face? Uh, is there any place you want to work? Uh, is, is there anything that you sort of have set uh, going maybe into uh, into the coming year? Um, of course, I want to go to Japan. That's always mm-hmm. been a goal of mine. Uh, of course, being signed to the WWE is definitely uh, a career goal. Probably is at the top, actually. But uh, I really want to face Joey Ryan. I think that'd be a great match. Uh, I, I honestly, uh, I, I, based off your two personalities, I would definitely think that would be a fun match to see. Yeah, I, I'm definitely interested in that. Um, would definitely like to face Chris Hero. Mm. That would be a good match. Uh, and those are, those are just the two people off the top of my head. You know, I really don't. I really don't think about my goals as much because there's only really two right now that I really want to do. Uh, and let's go to Japan and go to WWE, but everything else I'm really taking day by day. It seems like, Definitely. like I've had things happen to me that I didn't have on my goal list. That was a great experience. So I've learned not to do that anymore. <laughs> awesome. Very cool. Uh, so one, thank you for joining us uh, uh, and coming back uh, Two, uh, if you have any upcoming uh, shows that you're going to be on, that you would like people to know about. Uh, and if you have, if you're on social media and where people can find you, uh, go ahead and 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 feel free to uh, plug away. Well, I definitely you definitely can find me on Twitter. My Twitter is Starkman Jones. Look it up. You can find me on Instagram too at Starky Baby, and uh, Facebook. If you type in Ricky Stark, I'll be the first guy with a great smiling face. <laughs> uh, so I have a few shows coming up. I think it'll be worth mentioning that uh, for LWA and Laredo. I go off against Jinder Mahal. And yes. for those who have been keeping track, this is a dream match in the making for some of you. <laughs> because I finally get to get my revenge on Jinder Mahal from a beating that he gave me on an episode of SmackDown. Yes, indeed. 
so that should be on August 23rd, which is a Saturday, I believe. That's next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I have coming up August 30th, a return to Inspire Pro Wrestling. And I compete against Gary J. That should definitely be a fun one. That should be a great matchup. And those are just the recent ones. Anything else I typically post on my Facebook or Twitter uh, for everyone to see. Awesome. So, yeah, definitely go follow uh, Starkman Jones, like you said, at Starkman Jones, to go check him out. Also, if you ever if you ever do another, one of my personal favorite of your uh, things that you've done on Twitter, I, and it, I believe it was a couple months ago, was your live tweeting of uh, your experience at Golden Corral. If you do oh, more yeah. of those, I encourage people to follow you because those are highly entertaining. <laughs> Probably one of my best experiences at Golden Corral. I'm in Austin now, and there's even more people to live tweet about at Golden Corral. So I'm excited about it. Very true. So definitely, like I said, go follow Matt Stokeman Jones and go and go uh, see Ricky Starks if he's at a show near you. Uh, so thank you, Ricky, for joining us. And I believe me and Sorg are going to talk about some indie wrestling. That's right, Amen. We got plenty of indie wrestling to talk about. And of course, the biggest uh, thing of the weekend, at least for us up here, Eamon, uh, we, you know, the Renegade Wrestling Alliance, we, we mentioned going into last week, uh, had their big show with Matt Hardy, Aggression 6, uh, had a kind of a rare, weird uh, Thursday show, Road to Aggression. Uh, and uh, it was a very interesting weekend. I guess I can say that here to help me out was talking about that is Wheels, Aaron, Hot Wheels RWA on the Twitters. How you doing, sir? Uh, Sorg, I think I'm rested up after these past few busy days. Woo! <laughs> I caught a cold, so if I sound kind of funny, I'm sorry. Uh, That's fine. But I'm kind of glad I got the cold after this. So, so there was a lot um, going. There was a lot going on. Of course, Wheels is the uh, actually the sound guy uh, for the weekend. Uh, so, uh, and amongst other places, you do it too. Uh, so he's he's yeah. involved in his own little way with. The, we're actually having a discussion about how many of us actually affect pro wrestling, <laughs> <laughs> and that was interesting. In our I, own special ways. In so. our own special ways. I still think Eamon has more of an effect on whatever he's doing than we do um, in our in our or respective you, positions. You make the wrestlers look pretty invisible. I, I mean, come on, pretty and visible. <laughs> Yeah, or pretty visible. Pretty way. visible, you know. Um, and yell, hey, look over here. This is where the camera's at, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and I just played that pretty music to make them, like, dance out the curtain. Exactly. So, no, it's but pretty big weekend. Of course, the show's already up at SorgatronMedia.com slash store. Look under RWA and the digital downloads. We do have both shows up um, for uh, $5.99 and $7.99, respectively. So you can go check out exactly what we're talking about uh this weekend uh but we but but it was a pretty big uh show they they had a, a lot of upgrades there for saturday of course a uh, uh, first big name geez first big name since i think i've worked with you guys in uh matt hardy i mean there's been the shane douglas and the loadies of course uh but matt hardy's definitely a more recent he's on he's on hell he's on two promotions he's on ring of honor he's on, of honor. Yeah. He's on dna uh so i think that's, that's a pretty big deal to get somebody you know that can I say relevant? Is that a fair yeah. thing to say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's relevant. I mean, relevant yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to say uh, not, not, in no disrespect to like Shane Douglas, but you know, Shane Douglas isn't on TV, you know, um, yeah. or or anything. I, and I don't think he does a lot outside of Pittsburgh, to be honest. So, 
Um, but but still, great the to see. The I've seen him is like West Virginia. Yeah, so. exactly, exactly. But still, great to see him at a show like that um, to kind of reinforce it. That crowd, and I'll see. I'll pull up a picture here in a moment. Uh, but that crowd is definitely the most rabid, the most interesting, the most uh, packed crowd I've ever seen in this little is, the, and I just, the little crowd. dinky gymnasium in West Newton uh, was was hopping wheels. Uh, what were your impressions of the weekend? Oh, oh. Uh, so honestly, I was just going to say. I mean, from Thursday night to a Saturday night, it was just. And here's a little funny tidbit. Uh, Derek, Dr. Feelbed told me after the show Saturday night, the temperature in the gym Saturday night was actually cooler than it was Thursday night. Really? When the crowd was at the 110 mark. Mm. And Saturday, Eamon, this will make you laugh. Saturday, we had over 300 people in that gym. And it was cooler in there, temperature-wise, than a Thursday. If you go over to rwa.live.com, you can see a great picture of that that packed crowd in there. And I know, I'm, I'm sure it, it's some science with body heat. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I, have no idea how that I don't know what idea works, but that's awesome. awesome. I, I think that's really great. Yeah, and I mean, so works right. It was a very ravenous crowd from beginning to end i mean mm-hmm. nobody really left or anything i mean it was hot slurg and i were both sweating profusely, mm-hmm. drinking our gatorades and water but that crowd was not leaving because they're having so much fun with if you look at the picture like you said at rwalive.com or even our facebook you see a new like the lights look better in there it doesn't look too bad in there now from there's before. still some Just, there's definitely still some rough spots uh that i find yeah, when i'm yeah. filming but <laughs> oh yeah yeah and i mean i honestly wish we owned that building because i'd paint the whole building black and just mm-hmm. boom there mm-hmm. <laughs> but the action was great saturday i mean it was so well paced the wrestlers delivered from top to bottom i mean not only did we have that Hardy and Shane Douglas. We had Nevea. So you remember Nevea from IWC days? And hell, hell! I just saw her in JCW a few weeks ago. Former in JCW. Uh, former uh, Shimmer Tag Team Champion as well. So mm-hmm. yes, and her um, her or something. Uh, former tag team known as the Irish Airborne. Jake Christ also made mm. the debut in RWA. So, I mean. Talent is pouring into RWA, and it's, I feel nothing but up for us right now. And I'm very excited and happy to see that that crowd was well over 300. And I can't wait to see what September gives us. Nice. Nice. Yeah, looking forward to that. Um, I, I, there were some upgrades, you know, great new entrance. You guys got lights and everything. Um, a little bit of uh, uh, upgrade to the to the ring as well and make it look a little nicer. Um, and I really hope, you know, uh, did you get a sense? Was there a lot of new faces or did just everybody come out? Oh, I there, there is definitely new faces because there's people that, since I live in a college town, there are people that go to college here that I've never seen there that came that night. And mm-hmm. so honestly, I think the helping of Matt Hardy coming in and our word of mouth and promoting like crazy, like we normally do, I think it helped out a lot. And 
honestly, I thank that to our uh, wrestling advisor, and everybody should know it from our Thursday show. The man offered his help is uh, Bruce Pritchard, mm-hmm. and we said thanks. Yeah, we will take that help if you <laughs> could help us. So, of course, uh, and, Bruce Pritchard, uh, uh, you know, some may know uh, better as Brother Love uh, from the old WWF days. Um, but he's he's somebody that's been a higher up, most recently with TNA Wrestling. Uh, to see that he's actually given some advice uh, to you guys is really awesome. Cueball Carmichael, who's somebody who's been in the business for a while. I'm not familiar with him uh, myself, uh, but I, I hear I hear he's pretty pretty uh, long time involved uh, with indie wrestling. And if you go look, check out his uh, uh, Wikipedia page, um, he's been he's been yeah, around for a I while. Was, uh, I guess he was part of Steel City Wrestling, so I guess. Uh... Former promoter, uh, one Carters would probably even know of him. So, probably, yeah, uh, it, it's it's definitely something. It's good to have those two guys on board with us, and not kind of happy with Cubo after what he did after the match with Matt Hardy and Ryan Mitchell. But if you want to know what I'm talking about, you got to get that DVD mm-hmm. or digital download at Sergatron Media. Definitely. Definitely, certainly. Uh, so, but uh, you know, it, it's cool to see this growing, uh, uh, you know, around here with indies, and 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 just like you know, with you guys are growing, it seems like indies are popping up all around the area. Oh my goodness, <laughs> yes, I totally agree. Uh, as we get into the calendar here, um, uh, there's actually a, a, a one actually having. Okay, okay, I'm <laughs> counting between Ohio and and West. Well, what's just Western PA? You know, uh, we have PWX, we have IWC, we have RWA, we have VOW running uh, about 45 minutes out of town here. Um, We actually have a TNA show happening down in Washington, PA. Uh, But we got this other one. Eamon, I know you have some thoughts on this. Apparently, this is a new one called Generations of Pro Wrestling. Um. Generations of Professional Wrestling, as it comes across a little, like, scrolly bar top thing. So, Yeah. Try to bring up the site here, and it's not actually working right. Oh no! Look, I, you, you ladies and gentlemen at home, because you, you, you need to see this. This, this is something, something else. Something. <laughs> GPWlive.com. Uh, this is, maybe we should do this every once in a while. We, we show a, a an example of the bad in pro wrestling. We we ask that question There's- of our guests. There's a lot of material out there. There is a lot of material. This is local. Um, I'm trying to figure out what is going on with this. You check out the wonderful website here, uh, uh, gpwlive.com. And hey, we're promoting them. I have no idea what the show is going to be like. I don't think they've had a show under this banner yet. Hey, um, I, I'm sorry, I'm already hooked. Mighty Midgets match, father versus son grudge match. And I'm assuming that's one of the same of the, of the midgets. Um, I'm assuming that's the main event based off of how this is listed. Yep. <laughs> They're having a battle royal. They're having tag team championship match with Party Gras, who involves Lord Zoltan. Uh, they have a, they have a doink. By the way, the real doink is dead. This is not Maybe. the real doink. Uh, don't uh, their heavyweight champion is Wild Thing Rob Wilds. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, no real pictures of anybody going on. Uh, the site is uh, one one of those free sites. Uh, this is right around the corner. I, how is the ticket twenty dollars? That's the thing. <laughs> That's the thing that gets me. You can get a family three pack for fifty, but um, 
now I know there's a lot of conversation. I know you, you know, Wheels. I know you've seen this conversation, especially with IWC, where they have twenty, twenty-five dollar, thirty dollar tickets sometimes. But that's like Cage Fury, you know, with they're having guys like a TNA guy with Zima Ion and and Matt Cross come in, or they have uh, IWC's uh, Super Indie, where there's a bunch of guys that come in. Right, it's not just yeah, the local I mean, talent. I just it, and these guys have sponsors apparently all over their site. I, I, and again, I do not understand the, uh, the 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 financials of a, of the wrestling business. But as a fan, right, this is right around the corner. This is nothing for me to go to, and I think I'd rather go to TNA for yeah. fifteen bucks down in Washington. That's like yeah, a half an I mean, hour away. Come on, sir. You think about it. Our normal shows are twelve dollars. And this past Saturday show was 15 only because of the Matt Hardy factor. Yeah. I mean, that was only, what, a $3 That's raise? That's We're charging that for $20 for a fake Doink the Clown and some midgets. I, I think uh, very few companies, I think, I would think the companies that come to my mind as far as companies who do higher than fifteen dollars would probably be like PWG and Chikara maybe, and mm-hmm. but you know Ring of Honor obviously and and Ring of Honor as well. Um, but obviously, like those guys have reputations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it, it's I yeah like inspire. Yeah, if we, this we is just, gonna be your first show. Yeah, why why scare your fans away with? Twenty dollars. Hey, when we say twenty dollars, uh, according to this website, it is to all emission is twenty dollars for the show. It's not like this is special, like VIP, you know, special uh, golden circle, or whatever people call their fancy. I mean, like, is there any of, kids like, prices? I mean, you're even charging little kids twenty dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know about that. But the, hey, they're sponsored by Domino's Pizza. I, <laughs> I don't. Something tells me I don't believe that. <laughs> I, I don't think Domino's Pizza sponsors wrestling, independent wrestling shows. That's just me. It's very possible. Um, but yeah, I. This is interesting. <laughs> this is very interesting. They also love yeah. fonts. They uh, really, really love fonts on their and, and, yeah, and by comparison, uh, <laughs> other friends of the show, we've talked with uh, people from there. VOW, Vicious Outcast Wrestling, they're having a big show coming up September 6th mm-hmm. here in the area, uh, down in Connellsville, area-ish. Um, as far as, about as far away as RWA is from the city, actually. Um, a general mission starting at 15 uh, $20 yep. VIP, which is probably up there. $10 kids, you know, and then they have some... And books. those guys have... I would say, from what I could tell from there, and I mean, obviously, we talked about them a lot on the show. Pretty nice production value. You yeah, know, yeah. They bring in some good names, like you know. I, I mean, as far as independent wrestling sort of goes, like a lot of Chikara there, a lot of Chikara, a lot of people from around. So mm-hmm. yeah, certainly. Um, well, it's interesting to see. I'm interesting to hear how this show goes. I'm, I'm sure I'll hear rumbling somewhere along the line, uh, I, but. Um, you know, to a point, it's like, yay, yeah, more pro wrestling, but it's like, ah, more pro wrestling. And there was a, oh, where did where did this discussion happen? Was it on this show where, where we were talking to somebody and they said the unfortunate part with like some of these promotions is some people go to a bad indie show and that's what they think indie wrestling is? 
Yeah, like, I, I believe we've heard that from a couple people. Actually, yeah, that, 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 that's 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 around everywhere. You know, I I don't feel yeah. like somebody going to RWA IWC show, and, and we discuss we discuss off air like RWA four years ago. I wouldn't have wanted somebody to go check out. Like right. hands down, like you. But the place has grown over the years, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I would brutally honest. I'd be mean, like, go check out IWC. Go to, even a PWX, you know, yeah. uh, in in this area, you know. Uh, and you have this, this down, down, down there, Eamon, uh, you know, seeing an Inspire versus, I don't know what other promotion, this is Brandon Outlaw you know, that you I have I would say, watch, watch our first Inspire Pro show. It's, I, I enjoyed the show, but as far as... Well, I, 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 think, I, think in person, I think in person, the show came off well on oh, video. Sure don't watch that well. YouTube. Do not the watch YouTube that YouTube. Is, mm, it's, um, it's rough. <laughs> but it, like you said, it's a matter of evolving and, and improving. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I definitely have seen that with IWC and RWA, and 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 a lot. I've seen that with pretty practically every group around. Chikara fucking ran in. Uh, <laughs> I love that I say Chikara and then I curse. Um, that I, I'm a bad Chikara fan. Um, they ran like probably like one for like a hundred people in like a church, like uh, what are they like some like gymnasium building, pretty much. You know, in 2002, and now they're selling out like a thousand people, and they're in you know in Easton PA or whatever. Like, I think that's, you know, I, you know, people can start from humble beginnings and, and, and evolve and get better and, and improve. Definitely. Um, I, I think that there, like you mentioned, there are some companies that are only there to be those kind of companies. And like, it, like we've talked with people on the show before, they kind of put a big black guy. I wouldn't say just on independent wrestling. Even. I would say on wrestling in general. I, if I took somebody who wasn't a wrestling fan and suggested they should check out wrestling and they went to, the, went to a show like that, I, I, they would basically like, no, wrestling's like carny. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I, I think people, it, and that's with any business, really. It's not just, the thing is, the, the stuff that can be applied to the wrestling business, a lot of it can be applied to actual business. Um, <laughs> and I, I don't think a lot of people realize that. Um, and, yeah, I think that's the big, the, the awesome. sort of point that we're trying to get at. Well, let's push it again. Like I said, if you're like anywhere around Pittsburgh, there's there's pro wrestling happening. This one I, I caught wind of uh, because uh, actually. Uh, well, actually, friend of the show. He has, he actually has been on the show. Uh, Matt Justice is involved with this one. Uh, American Revolution Wrestling. Apparently, well, that's the wrong. I'm I'm on the wrong computer. I'm sorry. Oh I loaded, no! I loaded everything on the wrong damn computer. Uh, but American Pro Wrestling Revolution. What the hell did I just say? <laughs> but there's a big show coming up Saturday. If you're in, in the Cleveland area, this the is oh this is a Wrestling Mayhem show. This is not the Wrestling Mayhem show. What are we doing here? Uh, but they're having. What, what is going on? <laughs> oh, geez. Tell me about a show while I set this up here, Eamon. Uh, there is a show that's going on this weekend that uh, you should check out. We meant, I think, sort of mentioned in sort of passing, but uh, NWA branded Outlaw Wrestling out of San Antonio, Texas. Uh, obviously, a fellow NWA affiliate is having a show uh, this Saturday, the 16th, uh, in San Antonio, Texas, and they they. BOW produces a really good product. I think they bring in a lot of really great pro wrestlers, and they have a lot. I mean, they bring in some high-level talent. This is probably one of their more stacked cards. Uh, it's their Annihilation in August three event. Uh, the main event is a three-way match for the BOW Heavyweight Title. Uh, the champion James Claxton taking on Carson, taking on Mike Dell. 
uh, three people who I've worked extensively with in Inspire Pro. Uh, also people I've worked with in Inspire Pro. Uh, two Ring of Honor wrestlers are going to be facing off when Ray Rowe faces ACH. Uh, and that's going to be killer. I actually saw the first time they ever met was at a BOW show, I would say maybe a little over a year ago. And it is a phenomenal match, and I'm sure they'll probably get a topic because both of those guys are amazing. Uh, also, uh, there's an NWA World Women's Championship match on that show, Barbie Hayden defending against Jessica James, both of those uh, very talented female wrestlers. Uh, there's a lot of really cool stuff on here. Uh, and like I said, this is probably one of their more stacked cards. So if you're, in the, if you're a San Antonio wrestling fan or a Texas wrestling fan in general and you haven't checked out NWA Branded Outlaw Wrestling, check them out. They They... I, I endorse them. They produce some, not just because they're an NWA affiliate, but because they, I honestly feel like they produce some really great stuff. Uh, and yeah, go support them. Uh, you can go to facebook.com uh, slash branded outlaw entertainment uh, to go support them. So I can definitely say just because you're an NWA affiliate doesn't mean you produce good stuff. So that, that, that's, has some weight there with Amon. Um, cause I've seen some really, really shoddy NWA branded shows. So, um, I, hey, I found my stuff, Eamon. Um, and you. There it is. American Revolution Wrestling. They're having a baseball type event. Brawl at the ballpark up there. They got Scott Hall, who you just saw Saturday night, or uh, I'm sorry, Monday night at Hulk Hogan's birthday party on Raw. Uh, X-Pac and Too Cool. Um, you know, I, I like shows. I, you know, I don't know how you feel about shows that, that have guys like this on, but if that brings people in and you can back it yeah. up with the, uh, you know, wrestling that happens, that's what happened with us when we first started going to IWC here in the area. Um, I, I think that's, that's perfect. And, uh, Marty Bell's on this, Bobby Beverly, a friend of the show, Matt Cross, like I said, Matt Justice, a friend of the show. Um, so they got a pretty good collection of talent there. Nikki Valentino, another uh, I don't think we've had him on the show, but he's definitely somebody that's been around here. Mm-hmm. Um, so go check that amrevwrestling.com. <laughs> uh, American Revolution Wrestling, if you want to look that up. I also have uh, up in Erie um, is actually PWR Pro Wrestling Rampage is having a War Games. By the way, also a War Games happening at IWC next weekend. Uh, but we'll talk about that next week and hopefully have a very special guest I'll mention here at the end of the show. Uh, mm. That's uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was this weekend. It's actually August 31st. I was on the wrong list for that one. But go check them out anyways, Pro Wrestling Rampage, if you're in Erie. Um, they are a pretty good product. Uh, definitely uh, a variety of stuff from mm-hmm. when I saw them. You know, but there's uh, you know guys like John, John McChesney are there and they've had a few good names. Actually, Cribsum. Crimson is there, who um, um, was part of the Dead Wrestling Society with Gory and uh, yes. a couple other guys in Prime Wrestling, if you got to see that when it was on TV or on YouTube. Um, so uh, he's another good one over there. So uh, that's a good one. Also, the Flying Hippie. I, I there's a flying automatically hippie. intrigued. There's a Flying <laughs> Hippie, and you should go check it out. Um, so that's all I got, Eamon, for this weekend. Like I said, I probably that's all, I'm probably picking That's all I got, too. All right, Aaron, Wheels, do you have anything? Uh, Nope, I'm actually free this week. We're, we're good. Hey, you can come to TNA with me. <laughs> <laughs> I understand there will be lots of room. Um, I love that he just laughs and he doesn't say yes or no. <laughs> I want to go. It, it, you know what? I always love their live shows. And, uh, you know, to see, you know, friends of the show are on there and everything. Yeah. So why not? Why not? It, it sounds like it would be a fun evening as long as it doesn't rain. 
Yeah, exactly. That's the only bad part about an outside show. You have to worry about the weather. Yeah. Now, if the weather's not looking good, I'm going to stay home and watch old Summer Slams on WWE Network. So that's a good idea as well. Preparation. Yeah. So with that, guys, hey, thanks a lot for joining us. Thanks, Wheels at Hot Wheels RWA at Amen Two, please on the Twitters as well. Uh, thanks, Ricky Starks for joining us. Um, and like I said, go check out RWA Live. Uh, to check out uh, the wonderful sound work of uh, of Wheels over there. You can check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Check out the Indie Mayhem Show and the Wrestle the Wrestling Mayhem Show stuff on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Spreaker, iHeartRadio as well. Um, subscribe, star us, like us, comment us, please, just so you know more people can discover us and we can expand this thing. Uh, you can also drop us a line to good times at wrestlingmayhemshow.com, uh, or uh, also on the hotline at 412 206 WMS0 on Twitter's at Mayhem Show, a Wrestling Mayhem Show on Google Plus and Facebook, and the Great Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook group. And uh, of course, Big shouts to Basic Sickness for the intro and outro songs at basicsickness.com. So until next time, uh, where our guest will be, old-time Wrestling Mayhem Show favorite, delicious Jimmy DeMarco will be joining oh me God. in the studio. Go look up some of the old interviews with him. They get interesting and sometimes very racy. I have to hide the D batteries. Uh, if there is not a Indie Mayhem Show 34... Uh, you know why. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. So looking forward to that. That might also be a very, very long show. Um, so usually Oh yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. But until then, go support some indie wrestling any way you know how. Never said I was a gangster